summer beers, like crusher beers. And then we can work that Swimming beer. Yeah, swimming beers and then... Mowing beer. Um, Are we getting this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll swimming think it's, beers I'll th- and mowing beers. What else? I'll think it's something else. What, what, what Boat one? Beers. Boat beers, yeah. Swimming, but... Yeah, yeah. And here we are, here we are. It's liquid gold where we We're do shots. 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 Would anyone? This is a shorter segment, shorter feature uh, thing that we do here on Liquid Gold. My name's Mike Wolf, along with my co-host, Mr. Kenneth Deadman. How are you today, sir? It's getting hot out there, is it not? It is warm, Mike. It's very, it's very warm. warm. Uh, so today, now that we are in full mowing the lawn with your shirt off, uh, mowing the lawn and getting sweaty, and then having what? Beer. Now, beer is something that's very important in the summertime. It is for hydration. It is for recovery. Yes. And there's 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 bicycle teams all across Europe that, that make it a mandate that you drink beer to recover from the rigors of life but also racing bikes now we're not going to race bikes but we are we're out there working hard we're digging ditches we are digging trenches yeah we're mowing lawns and we're walking a lot yeah back and (laughs) forth back and forth or if you prefer to mow in circles that's fine and i'm not talking about a riding lawnmower pushing that bitch yeah my riding mower has been out of commission for a little bit so i've been pushing it and uh, I just kind of have to divide my time and have, you know, my front and my back sides. I, you know, maybe have a beer in between. Yeah. But so I love like a lighter Saison beer or even a lighter Crusher, you know, Coors Light or Tecate. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Sequench is a big favorite of mine, but that kind of gets more into the pool beers, which we'll talk about. Um, but mowing beers, I like something lighter, maybe something that's got a little bit of a citrus thing to it. Something very effervescent. Sure. Um, and the great thing about having a beer after you mow the lawn or anything like that in the middle of the day, it's probably never going to taste that good. Like you're going to overappreciate it. It's like it's like smoking a joint and then listening to a a amazing record. Is it ever going to sound that good? Right. Doubt it. What's what's some of your favorite mowing beers? I like a pilsner. Um, it's probably the only time that I'll go for a Miller Lite. Actually, mm. man, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's a because it's the only time it's going to taste. And I'm not, Very good. I, I, w- I mean, I would say Coors Light because that's pretty much expected of me. I drink a lot of Coors Light anyway. So, yeah, it's the but, camping beer, as yeah. I've always called it. Oh, yeah, it. that's a camping beer for yeah, sure. Yeah, now I'm, no, I'm from Colorado, and that is known as just part of the arsenal when you're packing for camping. You make sure that you've got water, maybe some granola, some gorp. That's and what's up. You're going to need some Coors Light in there, too. Now, it's this around, is it's the really episode. great around the fire. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, you got the hot fire and that cold beer. This is the episode. Brought to you by We Own This Town, and shout out to our producer, Michael Eads. Thanks, this Michael. This is the episode where we talk about shotgunning a beer. It's yes. an American pastime, and we're going to get into that. Uh, Kenneth, uh, my co-host and good man, good friend over here, oh, thanks, is a professional at it, so he's going to tell us all about it. But before we get into that, we just wanted to go through some of our favorite kind of summer beer styles, mowing beer being one. What are some other ones? Pool beer? Yeah. What's, what's your Swimming favorite? pool beer, you Swimming mean. pool yeah, beer. Yeah, Swimming yeah. pool beer. What's, what's your favorite swimming pool beer? I mean, um, I got a few, but... I would definitely pair... Um, this is probably the only time that I would promote this beer, but I, I would pair Corona with a swimming pool. Yeah, the thing about Corona is, is it's like 
if you've been to Mexico, if you've done like a Mexico trip, once you crack open a Corona, I mean, all jokes aside about all the commercials, I always kind of think about Mexico. It smells like Mexico to me. Okay, so that's Especially a, when it gets warm. You just want that <laughs> to be Mexico beer? Mexican swimming pool, dude. Uh, I mean, I love Mexican beer. Like, I have a Tecate right here in front of me. Um, Negro Modelo is my favorite Mexican beer. I love Bohemia. I love Victoria. I mean, there's not really a, a mm. wrong answer. Honestly, with Corona, I don't want somebody, somebody's going to throw something at me. Uh, <laughs> Daryl, our intern's probably going to throw. Daryl, don't. Put it down, Daryl. Put, put it down. Uh, Corona Light. I'm sorry. I, li- I like Corona Light. Hell yeah, dude. Good. Yeah, it's good beer. No, I crushed that. I yep. mean, you got to think. I'm I talking, like the lime. We're talking the about lime. a swimming pool. We got this, uh, you got all this chlorine or bromine. A lot of a lot of swimming pools use bromine. That kind of gets in your sinuses. It's got that like chemically thing going mm-hmm. on, like bleach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, you know, I need the skunkiness of a regular Corona to kind of overpower or... Mm. Um, um, co-inhabit. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> co-inhabit my body with all of these chemicals. Like. Co-inhabit. It's like uh, like the guy who has a habit of watching Coen Brother movies. <laughs> I was there once. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, yeah, had a few years where I had to catch up on all of them. That's when you watch Blood Simple and Barton Fink. Yeah, yeah, Barton Fink. Co-inhabit. Great, <laughs> uh, that's good. Going off of, uh, off from that, I would say you got your beach beers. And I oh, mentioned yeah. uh, Sequench. No bottles dog, on the beach, y'all. Dogfish head. Um, that dogfish head beer, it's 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 amazing. Now, it was supposed to be, I think, a limited run summer beer thing, and now it's like an all-the-time beer for them. But it has got like lime and sea salt. It smells like the ocean. It kind of tastes like the ocean. Yeah. So that, to me, is it's such a good ocean beer. What are some other ones? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, let me throw one out. So I did hear, let's see, or I did uh, experience that uh, lightly sour apricot beer that was made in Indiana. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, why don't you tell me one of your other... Uh, uh, beach beer? Yeah, tell me a beach beer. Dude, it's got to be a tall boy. So that's like where I'm going to throw it in Coors Light, dude. Mm-hmm. I, need, mm-hmm. I, I need the hydration. I'm mm-hmm. in the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little burnt. All day IPA, that's a good tall boy if you want oh, hops yeah. in there. Yeah, that's yeah, a, it's yeah. a lighter IPA. That's a good one. That'll be like available. Now, when you talk beach beers too, you can't get too specialized. You got to talk about like what are they going to have at the gas station right by the beach. Yeah, it's so you, it's going to be mostly it. light beer. You're not going to find a lot of craft beer, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's mostly all going to be cans as well. Uh, a fun fun little trick you can do though, if you're you and your buddies are you're going out to the damn beach, mm-hmm. you got a lot of beer. The dam or but the beach, you, but, but preferably the say beach. Say you have a lot of beer, but you don't, you do not have a uh, a lot of ice, mm. just bury the beer in the sand. Mm. Good tip. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Wise. Yeah, it'll, it will it will stay cold. Yep. It'll stay cold long enough for you, mm-hmm. you and your friends to crush 24 of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So That's key. about an hour. Now, uh, some other categories of beer. You got your... We don't really need to get into post-workout beer, but I do want to throw a shout out to anyone because I know I've heard from some listeners. We've heard from our Instagram page, at liquidgold underscore pod. We've heard of people working out and listening to the show, and we love that. And so we just want to say you've done a good job of working out thus far. Think of how good a beer would be right now. Yeah. Give me, <laughs> I mean, give me some shots. more reps here. Shots. So this is a short workout. Yeah. So get get just get in your so high reps. Anaerobic. Are you thirsty yet? Yeah, make it <laughs> anaerobic, I think is the term. Yeah, run from the gym to 
the nearest beer store. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Post-workout, bro? Colt 45. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Crushable. Yeah, I don't. There's no way that I want to shy away from any sort of malt liquor in this category. Like, mm-hmm. Malt mm-hmm. liquor is malt liquor is a dope product. Got me into trouble. Some of my very first drinking experiences. I can remember uh, malt liquor and not remembering much else. Yeah, you drink to forget sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes we drink to remember. Sometimes. <laughs> now, that a song. Yeah, I think it's the the Eagles? Eagles. I hate the Eagles, man. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping with our Cohen Brothers theme, uh, so shotgunning a beer, you are an artist at it, and that's what we're talking about today. And this is where you, if you don't have a beer bong lying around, um, and this is taking us back to our youth a little bit. Yeah, what happened to those? I don't, I don't understand. I don't ever see them anymore. Not, not amongst my friends. And yeah, well, we're just getting old. I, I'm guessing they're still around. I kind of feel like the the reason that they aren't around is the reason why we're talking about shotgunning a beer here. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, maybe you just don't need them anymore. Oh yeah, no. So you what, really what don't, would you don't. what would you define shotgunning a beer as? Uh, delivering um, uh, twelve ounces of um, semi cold or ice cold. I don't care how cold it is. You could do it warm, and it actually like uh, it's better for absorption because there is something about uh, shotgunning a beer that it's the, the immediacy of it, mm-hmm. the immediate hydration, the immediate blast of three percent alcohol mm-hmm. into your mm-hmm. belly. Um, I think. I think. When we came up with the idea to do a, a little shots episode on this, mm-hmm. I had just shotgunned a couple of beers with uh, a few coworkers and friends at the porch of my house, and I was just so appalled at how bad everyone was at it. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't my idea. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. I wasn't like, hey, like, let's all shotgun a beer. Yeah, and I'm gonna judge you. It wasn't like that. I just saw everyone use completely improper technique, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they ended up getting their beer all over the place. Mm. Which you know, like there are times Shameful. for that. There are yeah. times for that to happen. Like, yeah, you know, like making a beer. Met sometimes beer is better poured all over, all over the place. Yeah, all that's over maybe your body kind of and not. Lo- that's like mouth. lawnmawn situation. Yeah, like you're yeah. like, oh, oh god, it's ninety five degrees. I'm just gonna pour it all over my head. I'm guilty of it. Yeah. I've been so hot sometimes that I just like open a beer and just dump it on my head. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's you know like that that is a luxury. That's number yeah. one. Then you go to number two and you actually drink. Yeah. It. Then <laughs> the next one. You should, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, there there is a very proper technique to shotgunning a beer, and it's it's evolved over the years as well. I remember. I think the first time I shotgunned a beer was watching uh, Days of Confused and seeing the kids shotgun beers. I had heard of it before. I'd just never done it. I'd never done it with like a Coke, Coca-Cola can or anything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. But um, God, Days of Confused. Wouldn't you just love to just, didn't you just want to live in that movie? Yeah. 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 At the at the time when I was that, I, I looked almost exactly like Mitch Kramer when yeah. I was, when I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I wasn't so, uh, bald um but uh yeah uh in the movie they actually um use the improper technique that i'm talking about which is kind of appropriate for the times because they had different cans at the time Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um what's uh, improper about it well they are drinking it out of the side which is just a recipe for a mess Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh and at the time it really didn't matter because the can the can design at the time was either a church key opener which uh Mm -hmm. kind of put a carb in the very top anyway mm-hmm. or um uh those were the those were the years of the tab the beer can tab which which is just a a, 
basically an aluminum sticker over the top of a triangular um, uh, mouth of the can. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they they got rid of those uh, probably towards the late seventies, early eighties because they were it was just uh, an environmental disaster. Folks mm-hmm. would, folks would take those tabs off, throw them on the ground. Places like Panama City Beach or something like that, it's just like blowing everywhere. It's horrible. So, so the beverage industry had to develop a way to have a can with a tab that would stick with the can, and that that really helped with like recycling, getting mm-hmm. getting that aluminum recycling going. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think right around nineteen ninety five ninety six, um, Coors Light and YooHoo. And Mountain Dew um, hopped on the same patent of the wide mouth can, whereas uh, the opening of of any can, we're talking soda um, or beer, uh, was kind of like a teardrop um, opening. Uh, it would roughly roughly about like like pinky nail size, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they they unveiled a, a mouth that was more like we'll say like the shape of a guitar, a guitar body. Which, uh, of course, uh, allowed for more air to go in. If we're, we're going to talk about the physics of this, uh, you need air to displace the beer in this circumstance and let it flow. Mm-hmm. Now, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's only like every person can, can swallow. They, they have their own limitations on swallowing. This is a physio- physiological thing. So yeah. what you... what I was never great at chugging for that reason. Right, it's just yeah. Not, it's just, I, I don't know. Well, what I like to stress in in um, shotgunning a beer is less waste. Don't waste it. Don't get it all over the place. Um, and that is very possible nowadays with the wide mouth can. Now, you can chug pretty fast out of a, a, sure, a wide mouth can. Sure, those wide mouth, remember the, they kind of altered the Coors, the Coors cans, if I remember. They went yeah. pretty wide mouth with those for a while, and that was... yeah. Crushable, crushable. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, uh, the, the the proper technique here, um, to me, to me, is to put your carb in the same place that you would normally, it, traditionally, um, throughout decades. The hole that you put in it is not necessarily where you should drink out of. Right. And by think, carb, you mean the little hole you're putting in there. The to little increase hole. The airflow. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, I I believe the the proper technique is to hold hold that damn hole shut and then drink the beer just like you normally would. Does that does that um inspire inspire yeah. any uh any thoughts from you Mike? Um, uh, so so I might say like why even do the hole? Yeah, uh because because you you You're still can, increasing the airflow. You can deliver that beer mm. faster than just this, than just opening, mm-hmm. than just mm-hmm. opening a wide mouth can. Yeah, that makes sense because a little bit's gonna, little air gas is gonna, gonna and, escape. Yeah. yeah, all you need is enough air to go in there to increase the speed. To increase the speed, and you can only swallow um, so fast. You know, I, I don't want to encourage anyone to like like time themselves and get better at it because you're gonna end up drowning, and yeah. uh, we don't want anyone drowning. No, we only recommend this. We don't actually. We don't actually recommend it. We are just saying, you know, people are 
people like to shotgun beers. We're just telling you maybe a better way to if do it. If you're going to do, do it. Only do one at a time. Yeah. One per session. One per night. Yeah, well. One per whatever. It's it's one of those let's skills. Be, it's one of those skills of that's easy to perfect. But it, the more that you do it, the more frequency that you do it, it actually gets harder to do. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> way to cover it. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, what you see, now we said, <laughs> we yeah. said, don't so do that's, it. Uh, it that's us. harder. Yeah. That's uh, that, that is our responsible drinking uh, yeah. mantra. It's like we kind of just like tiptoe in and out on that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, the proper technique, the yeah. proper technique for uh, shotgunning a beer um, is uh, to stare, stare straight down at your beer. Um, the mouth should be facing you, just like a normal uh, normal beer would. But your carb is going to go on the other side of the very bottom of the can, right here. Um, you see that, Mike? Mm-hmm. So you can practice not having a hole and just kind of like get a feel for it. See, see where you're going to be holding it, how you're going to do it. Um, so the hole, this is the important part, the hole being on the opposite um, equator at the very bottom of the can from the wide mouth you want to pierce kind of right where the transition begins to the very bottom Mm -hmm. very lightly very slowly um you will slowly apply pressure with uh i I prefer a key not a car key but a house key you don't want a key that you can't duplicate yeah you don't want to use a (laughs) you don't want to use a car key because they break and they're designed to break so like use something use something because you always have if you're going to break your house key you know you always got a spare sitting you think you're so clever because you have like a rock on your porch that has your spare key down there yeah you got go go ahead and use your house key don't worry about breaking it but you just slowly apply pressure holding the can um three quarters of the way upside down not totally upside down just like three quarters of the way you slowly slowly oh you're feeling you it kind of just screw mm-hmm. screw in your uh, your key mm-hmm. don't apply too much pressure um you're gonna get through there if you just ca- kind of just keep twisting now patience mm-hmm. is patience is key when you're mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. yep so you heard it pop so your key um actually like can be inserted almost all the way in and kind of just like twist it, twist it, make a perfect little circle there. Um, the size, the size of the hole, um, you don't want it to be too big really is, is my advice. Uh, you can make it as small as you want, but you don't want it to be too big. Now, while you're still holding here, so many jokes, you're still holding this can three quarters of the way upside down. Take Mm -hmm. your index finger on your opposing hand place it over the hole and slowly slowly mm. righten righten your can mm. um you're so good at this thanks mike thanks mike this is live y'all yeah this is live so um i guess you know you you kind of know what to do from here you got a wide mouth can um which which was the game changer i'm not saying i'm not hating on anyone that was shotgun and beers before 1995 but since 1995 for almost 25 years this is the way you do it. Yeah. Now you open your wide mouth. You'll feel you'll feel the can buckle a little bit in your hand. That's good. You got you got the air moving. You're ready. Steady hands. Okay. I gotta concentrate here, Mike. Yep. Okay. So the rest is just human nature. You're oh, gonna. We're covering the mic. <laughs> you're gonna. 
Got, got a Southern Grist T-shirt covering the uh, the microphone here. So mm, shout in, out in case in case I fail, in case I fail at this. Uh, yeah, we we got we got we're good. We're good. Here. We're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just put it all the way up and yeah. let that finger go. And all right, all right, all right. Three, two, one. Lift off, and here he goes. So he's shotgunning it, taking it down. He has effectively crushed it. Wow, that was pro level. Well so, done. What you want to do once you've committed to it? Yeah, you just got to go all out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to go all out. You got to put it all the way down, and don't bring the can down prematurely. Hold it up there. Hold it up there. Kind of shake it a little bit. Get every yeah. last bit out of it. Now you've efficiently shotgunned a beer. That was amazing. Yeah. He did Good. well. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Yingling, to Cotty. Yeah. Whatever else. To our beer. good friends we, you in know, the Philadelphia you, area. Thank yeah. you. That was a that was a live Yingling. Yeah, that was a good one. Ice cold. How do you feel? You feel better, dude? It's so hot outside. Yeah. We should have done that. Like, should have done that to start. Yeah, what are we no, doing? Dude, yeah, let's go find a lawn to mow. Uh, if any of our thirsty listeners, at home, on the road, at the gym, at work. Need their lawns mowed with drinks included. We will bring the drinks. Uh, we will mow your lawn. We'll mow but with it's you. It's going to cost you, so we can negotiate it. But if you want Liquid Gold to come and mow your lawn, drink beers, make you drinks, it's going to be a fun activity, but it's going to cost mm, you. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to keep the show going here. So yeah, we definitely keep- uh, hit us up at Liquid Gold underscore pod. And we'll make it happen. And uh, any suggestions you need, any questions you might have, hit us up. That was great, Kenneth. Yeah, we are we done? Is that it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I don't have much else. It was, yeah. <laughs> that ran longer than I thought. Anyway. Well, for my co-host, Mr. Kenneth Deadman, a professional at shotgunning a beer and really making beautiful beverages, but today it was enlightening having you uh, shed some light on that on that subject thank you yeah my name is mike wolf thank you so much yeah, to, thanks for listening everybody we own this town for producing for presenting and michael eads our producer yeah, always thank you so much michael uh subscribe give us a rating share with your friends you can text these episodes out you can send links to your friends it's very easy to share podcasts this is not like yeah when kenneth and i were growing up and you had to share music by like mailing cds burning cds maybe flyers out stuff we're not gonna do that together um so share it with your friends and we do appreciate it send us a dm if you got a question you got a comment you want to talk shit send us a dm i don't care yeah trash talk yeah i'll talk back yep all right. We love y'all. Yeah, we love you. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time on Liquid Gold. Later, Tater. <laughs>